speaking of Kentucky, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a racist, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Why? So, well, uh, you know, I'm I'm oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, critical of white people. Okay, I'm critical You're of white people. To white people. The last gay power half hour, he was like, "Is it cool to be like whites this and whites?" And I was like, "When did I even yeah. say that?" I was like, "When did I even it say is. that?" And I went back and re-listened to the episode, and I was talking about the uh, Ted Bundy uh, documentary sure. and how all the white people like basically picketed his uh, out in front of his prison. And we're all drunk and having a party the day he was going to be executed. And I was like, that was just a very white thing to do. Is all I said. I thought, okay, well, I'll just make a joke about it. And I was like, he's like, oh, is this the fad? And I was like, well, fad would mean it goes out of style. Mm-mm. And he was like, I want to live my life without <laughs> fucking racism. And I was like, wait, well, you sound like a white person. <laughs> yeah. Very fragile. But they went to both of my iTunes pages. And left one star in reviews and <laughs> called me a racist on both of them. <laughs> Dedication. And I mean, if anyone knows, the Ben Shapiro show. If anyone comments? knows about Tony Soto, I have always uh, said that I'm a recovering racist. So they're not wrong. They're not wrong. But I was a real racist. I was racist towards POCs, not white people, because you can't be. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, I just need you to know that uh, having. Your white devil ass on my show is super tri- triggering. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, I hope that you're grateful. <laughs> I am. <clears throat> it's hard <sighs> to be on the Tony Soto show. It's, <laughs> is, that, is that an indica? I th- yeah, it is. It's either that or a hybrid. You're super homophobic. See, this is why I come from white folks, because you try to sabotage me. Oh, the fucking uh, comment on the gay power half hour was like, he slurs his speech and sounds like he's slobbering when he's spewing racism. And I'm like, you try and fucking host a show on three joints. See how you fucking sound. You're not going to be a goddamn poet. You know what I mean? Like, you get the gist of it. The gay power half hour. You get the gist of it. You know what I mean? (laughs) I look at it this way. Like I said, recovering racist. I can live my truth and say all that I have said awful, awful things about people of many races. And I'm trying to do better. uh, Because people called me out because I was being a white privileged piece of shit. So here's my thing. And then we'll start the show. If you get a reaction out of the things I say then you need to look within you because there might be some truth. But if it doesn't pertain to you, then it shouldn't give you a feeling. Granted, granted, here's what you can do. You can be absolutely mad at me that I generalize. You can absolutely do that because I should not say all whites. I shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. But it's just easier for me to paint with broad strokes so I make sure I hit the ones that are. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tony Soto Show. My name is Tony Soto. Hold for applause. You know it's there. Oh! <laughs> Joining us is that lovely lady. We have Rachel Sanders. 
Hi, it's me, Rachel Sanders. Hold for applause. Yep. And then we have Maxwell Esposito. <laughs> Honey Lou, bitches, I'm back. Hi, Maxwell. Did you miss me? Are you? Were you not here last? Were you week? gone? Oh, that's right. I, we had I was. Ricky. I did get my wisdom tooth extracted. You last were week. so <laughs> well represented last week that I don't think we even remembered that you were gone. We I know did the think show you was were... like delightfully optimistic to listen to. It was such a change of pace. Girl, I missed you. You know what I mean? I missed you because it was. He was. I love me some Ricky, but she is a light. And She's a positive. beautiful, angelic light at that. And yeah. quite frankly, I can't have all that light shining, <laughs> yeah. in, shining like in the people. nooks and crannies of my bad life. You know what I mean? Turn down I that light. I the light, but I know how to read the room. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can, like, definitely keep it negative with you guys if you need me to. But... Yeah. All we have to do is say Manila, and you'll be like, eh. So it's, like, simple. Oh, that's Rachel. I don't have that yeah, much I was like, feeling wait. about it. Well, some, whatever drag queen you don't like. Um, but I, you. But she... <laughs> <laughs> Touche. I did miss you. See, this is what I missed. You're right. I do look much better in this light. This shirt is really cute. I just got it. <laughs> okay. Um, Rachel, how are you, girl? I'm okay. I think I'm acquiring two cats. So I'm going to oh have five God. animals living You're with me. You're never going to have sex again. Not at your oh, house anyway. Off. No, I don't have sex at my house anyway. You're going to give someone... Yeah, so you travel instead of host? An allergic yeah, reaction. Yeah, because then... They can't linger. I can leave whenever I'm done. Fair. Girl, I would have an allergic reaction in your house. And people have nice houses. I like to travel, too. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to rich people. I love their houses. They're big. Oh, you're talking they about... They have a lot of ch- knickknacks. So, uh... You Rachel. fucking 80-year-old men? Oh, yeah, girl. She's older than that. Come on, let's be honest. She is Anna Nicole Smith. Let's be honest. You, you know I'll do anything that ends with a massage or starts with a massage. So Yeah, and those massages are brief. You know what I mean? It's a brief massage and then to the business. I'm um, a millennial. And if it doesn't come in a 60-second video, I'm not here for it. Um, I'm not done talking about the fact that you are going to fill your house with more cats. animals. Yeah. So let's discuss so, this. What, what are you trying to repel from your life? <laughs> Listen, my, my, my favorite cat, you've seen him on Instagram, the one who drools all over me and gives me massages. The one who's always pushing on your boobs, yes. Yeah, uh-huh. so, they, so I've, like, taken care of him almost every weekend for, like, five years, and they moved to Ohio in November, and I was devastated. Like, obviously, this is the best cat in the whole world. Um, apparently, uh, the person that the owner is living with is allergic to cats, and he's like, do you want, do you want to adopt them? And I'm just like, I mean, I guess, like, I can't, I was literally distraught thinking about these cats living with someone else, so I was like, I guess I'm gonna have five animals. So you mean the second one just comes in addition, because they're... I mean, she's, she's, she's really good, too. She's, like, a really good cat, but, like, Sam is a star, Aren't you scared the cat is going to kill your rabbits? Don't they kill rodents? Isn't that their gay? Okay, first of all, rabbits are not rodents. Oop. Second of all, what no. are they? They're lagomorphs. Oh, look at this. Look, you're learning. I thought they were like the... an... they were amphibians and mammals and rodents. Yeah, rodents. No, 
Lagomorphs. They're fucking lagomorphs. They're relate. We've talked about this on the show before. They're closer related to horses than they are rats. I think it's a problem. It's just that like Maxwell, a salamander. Maxwell, I think it's a problem anyway. that you don't take notes. That's what I think. It's a problem. Anyway, that you don't take notes. these cats have stayed with me for extended trips in the past, uh-huh. and they get along with the rabbits fine. Listen, so. here's what I always say: the more animals that can eat you when you're dead, the better. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> quite frankly, there's just cemeteries are just too crowded. Uh, so Raven, you need to start getting Maxwell, you need to get animals that make noise. Maxwell, how are you, Maxwell? Maxwell, tell oh. me about you. Oh, I'm fine. Things are good. You get those teeth fixed? I did. Well, I just got a teeth pulled. There's nothing wrong with the rest of my teeth. <laughs> I brush and floss every day now. No. <laughs> now. now she does. Well, when you have seven cavities, you learn a fucking lesson, okay? <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, you look great. It's good. Anything interesting happened to you? Um, oh, my gosh. I did, I've did. i gone on a couple dates this year. I've gone on more dates this year than I've gone since moving to L.A. Wow. wow. And it's only February. It's only February, yeah. I know. I've been very busy this year. All different people? And I people? didn't go on many dates before this year. All different people? or So what's different? Two. We get dinner before we sleep together. What's different? Why are you suddenly going on all these dates? Oh, that's what you meant by what's different. I don't know. New year, new me. Because let's face it, if Maxwell dies, he doesn't have a cat to eat his face. So he needs a man. So he needs a man to eat his face. That's right. He needs a man to eat. Or my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. Um, So, guys, I am officially going to be doing stand-up this year. Yeah, in April. That's really exciting. It is. It is. Uh, it's the first thing that I'm going to be doing outside of uh, a show that I'm currently uh, hosting called Queer Slam, which we'll talk about a little later. Um, it's the first thing I'm doing like out of drag. And uh, I'm a little pressed about it, to be quite honest. Just a tad pressed. Um, but I figure I have it figured out because I'm just going to tell the audience that I'm usually a drag queen. And that I expect to be treated certain ways. And that it would be nice if they would applaud louder. And then I will redo my intro and get the one I want. And then um, I will say that anytime I'm good, feel free to please give me dollar bills. Um, <laughs> and the occasional work bitch, yas queen, is also acceptable. You know, earlier we talked about the fact that these unknown idiots actually put Maxwell Esposito in a movie. And uh, I was gobsmacked. Could not believe that someone really t- could would take that risk. Um, <laughs> so I was like, you know, we need to talk to these people <laughs> and see like why they did it. No, Maxwell is. What in were a, they thinking? Maxwell is in a film, and that film was accepted uh, to South by Southwest, which is a big deal. And we have the creators, directors, producers, writers. Of the film that Maxwell, <coughs> that Maxwell is in right now called Pig Hag, we have Colby Holt and Sam Probst. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. How you doing, Tony? Good. Eat that mic right. for me, baby, so okay. I can hear every fucking intelligent thing that you say to me. All right. Um, so, first, Colby and Sam, you guys are from Chicago. We met... A long time ago in Chicago. Back when you were Zandra. We did. When back, you were Zandra Fairlawn. Back when I was Zandra Fairlawn. Back oh when God, twirling on the stage of Roscoe's. <laughs> and I thought, 
for the longest time that you went to Columbia College and you never did. That was made up. It's a misconception. I made that up in my head the whole time. And um, you guys always have like made film and uh, you have a mockumentary reality show um, on Reverie that I did a, a podcast about. Um, Gaberhood. Gaberhood. When we talked about Pig Hag, when the star who was born, Maxwell Esposito, brought it up and we talked about it, the first question that came was the title <laughs> Pig Hag. Um, yeah. And whether or not this is a problematic title. So sure. I wanted you all to explain why it's called Pig Hag and what Pig Hag is. I could say it all day. <laughs> well, in a way, Pig Hag is a problematic title, but it's problematic because it was something that someone actually said to our friend Katie in a text message. <laughs> and so in, in the film, there's this motif of there are these text messages that she's getting throughout the mainly the first half of the film. And in one of them, this man... Uh, calls her a pig hag and the text messages that we use in the film are like basically verbatim text messages that Katie received. Oh, I kind of love this already. So, so it's a good it's a good story. So, um tell us about so so obviously it's about your friend Katie, Sam. Yep. So, uh how did Katie feel that you wrote a movie about her that did not necessarily paint her in the most not, not, it wasn't a bad light. I liked her in the You've movie. You've seen it. Yeah, I did. I, you know, did, you, did I tell How you? How do I get to see it? Did I tell you that I almost died in Mexico? And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when I was in Mexico, the movie that brought me back to life was Pig Hag. So, let's, yeah. Yeah. so how does Katie feel that she has a movie made out of, about um, her? She, long story short, or short answer is she loves it. But basically, <laughs> about mm-hmm. like a year ago, or back in November of 2017, mm-hmm. we were talking to her about this idea because she had this incident happen to her along with all these text messages maybe a couple months before we were writing the story. And we brought her in to... Um, we, we hung out with her one night and we were just like, can you like rehash that story to us? And <laughs> she was like, yeah. And she was like, what's this? Why y'all t- want to know everything about it? And we kind of were talking about the intention of possibly making it into a story uh like into a film and she was into it pretty quickly she wasn't she's seen all the other work we've done and she's been kind of along the process of this with us throughout the years and um she was really excited to see what we were going to do with it and she just was kind of like okay have at it and there are obviously a lot of things that we have switched around in the actual story we should say it's like to protect it's 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 loosely based to protect the innocent Yes, but beyond that, though, it was something that we found, like, several women in our lives were going through their own version of this event. Single um, ladies out in the world. Yeah, kinda. I mean. Single ladies. I mean, Rachel can probably of, speak yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. Where can I watch it? <laughs> um, so, did you guys write it together? We talked about the story together, but Colby wrote the actual script of it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, so you there. So in this in the show is um, the main character, uh, her Jody. Jody, and she uh, she she just sometimes down on her luck. She doesn't have, she doesn't have the best of luck, and um, she has gay friends that she goes to to like kind of talk about, and there comes in Maxwell yeah, Esposito. This is where Maxwell comes in. So you hello, I play the gay friend. You. <laughs> I, I like that you. I just want to thank you for not making her act like that was nice. Like I'm glad that you gave her something where she could just be herself. Um, uh, so you have Pete Sias. 
uh-huh. Michael Henry, uh-huh. Nate Stoner, and Maxwell Esposito as the gay, the gay gaggle of gays. Which I have to say was like dream cast because I, in my head when I wrote the scenes, I was like, I need some voices. So I just like used oh, you those got voices him. in my head. And then I was like, I was like, okay, well, I'll just try and get all of them. Yeah. And then luckily and they all said yes. I was so nervous about it too because I was like, you were telling me who you were going to cast. I was like, I hope they say yes. Like, I'm just scared one of them is going to be like, nah, no thanks. Oh, you were never like, oh my God, I hope that they say no because we can probably do better. No, I thought they were perfect for it. And reading what he wrote about that for their lines, I was like, this seems like this would be very much a lot. Okay, but honestly, how sure. difficult was Maxwell during the process? <laughs> Maxwell wasn't difficult at all. Yeah. He was awesome. <laughs> there, was, there was one moment, it was totally fine and okay, but there was a moment where he fell asleep during the scene. In his defense, though, we, it was like, what, like a 10-hour day? Yeah, like and that. his blocking and was to, like, lay on the bed. Lay, so, lay across <laughs> the bed. You know, we were, like, asked for And we only had hot coffee. We didn't have iced coffee. Oh, so. my God. And, of course, she would never. Uh, I, it's true. I mean, I could fall asleep anywhere, anytime. So, like, don't be offended. Maxwell, no. Maxwell. No, we only... Tell us what how how what did you take from the project? Like did tell did you have a good time? I did. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, it was a good group to work with, and it was just an exciting. It was fun because like I know all the gals. We are all the gals, so it was just nice to have that project to do together and be able to work with fun, creative, queer people like myself and. <laughs> Well, of course, like yourself, indeed. Now, but the show is going I'm to... sorry, s- Tony. Some people have eyes. You just don't. The, 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 uh, I, look, I have you on this show for a reason. I... It's the same Glamour, reason. intelligence, I, fun facts. I'm telling you, you didn't act. It was like I was watching Maxwell on the TV. I was like, oh, he's so cute. Um, but it's going to South by Southwest. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes, it is. And that was definitely an exciting moment for sure. Tell yeah, it like, like it's that's great. big, right? Oh yeah, I mean it was definitely we. This was our first rounds of submissions, and this was like the ones that if it's going to get into them, this is the ones we wanted to get into for sure. Nice. So we were not um, sure whether or not it would actually get into any of them, and once we got this email, it was like we were on a on an, a drive from Nashville Airport to. Uh, downtown Nashville to a Chicago themed bar appropriately (laughs) and got the email um on in the lift and we're in the back of this car and we're like oh shit this is like actually yeah like two gay boys freaking out in the back of this lift (laughs) but we couldn't say what it what we couldn't announce like what happened yet um so like we didn't say what the to the driver what the deal was or anything (laughs) i love how you even kept the under wraps of the driver (laughs) you're like no that lift driver will tell the world i know (laughs) it you never know you You are so cute to me (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was really exciting. Definitely, it was a, definitely a moment for both the film and hopefully for the next steps as, as filmmakers and everyone that was involved with it. Because this could mean that like this could be picked up and played on a bigger platform. It could. This you could know, lead I, to I maybe more money for you to do other stuff. Like people. Yeah, that's the hope. Yeah. Um, is that you know this kind of puts us in a position where we can you know do more creative work that we want to do. So that's the that's the big value of South by Southwest. Like selling it to me is like a major bonus, obviously. Yeah, sure. Um, but you know, the main thing is to like make the most out of this opportunity and enjoy it. It's a very good fucking movie, and when people are able to see it again, like I'm excited for people to see it because uh, I I I loved it. Like it was it was so good. It was real. It was raw. 
uh, you see uh, interesting spots in L.A., like, it's just good. So I say, uh, when do people get to see it? No one gets to see it again until South by Southwest, right? Until South by Southwest, yeah, yeah which okay. it screens three times. So oh. if you're there, if you're in Austin, yeah, you know, check it out. Keep yeah. some chances. <clears throat> Keep I'll be there. I'm looking at tickets right now. Uh, like right now? <laughs> Thanks. I mean, for... I just have a site or two pulled up. <laughs> well, but... and also, like, this this isn't the – I mean, I've been working with Colby for on a few things – uh, since we've moved here to LA, we have, yeah. um, and something that we work on together is coming up, and that's Queer Slam. Queer Slam, which will be on the 11th, the 17th. Oh shit! What yesterday the, was the 11th. What huh? day are we at? Uh, the <laughs> yesterday was the 11th. <laughs> <laughs> so the 17th, which 17th, is going to be Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Sunday. Oh my Sunday. god! Jesus I retire. Christ. I retire. I'm done. I'm done. I quit. Um, the 17th Sunday uh, in Queer Slam. Tell people about what Queer Slam is. Queer Slam is a open mic poetry and storytelling slam um, where anybody is welcome to come and share um, their work or their story. Um, and we also have headliners each month. So it's two queer people that are involved in literature in some way. Um, your guest last week, Roger yeah, Mason, absolutely. Uh, was on Queer Slam. Yeah. Who's going to be on the, this one? Uh, this is Hank Henderson uh -huh. uh, is on this one, which he um, he runs a show called Homocentric that is uh, store at its it's at Stories Cafe and Books in Echo Park, uh -huh. um, and it's actually the longest running um, queer lit series in the city. Oh, so he's yeah. like he's been in the in the scene forever. So he's coming, and then um, uh, another another guy named Rami is coming. He uh, was recommended by. Roger Q. Mason. Oh, look at this. It's yeah. just all one good circle. And it's so fun. Um, and we're doing it's going to be a big night on the 17th because we're going to do Queer Slam. I'm actually going to be in drag. We're doing Queer Slam at 7.30. Sign up at 7. Sign up at 7. And please keep your stuff five minutes under. Uh, <laughs> and uh, then we're going to go right into karaoke um, that I will be hosting as well. With Lila Karag. So uh, it's going to be a fun... It's a three-day weekend, bitches. So. I'm going to do all the Mariah Carey songs. Oh, my God. And Rachel Sanders is going to be in town. Yay. So Rachel will be... Oh, oh that's fun. Rachel will be in <laughs> L.A. She's going to come um, Saturday and hang out with me until Tuesday. So yeah, happy I'll President's be there, too. Day, everybody. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Well, guys... I just adore the both of you. I think that, um, and I enjoy working uh, with you guys. And uh, I like that you compliment my drag whenever. Uh, you're no. <laughs> well, we adore you too. Because you know I talent. need it. Thank you so much. I wasn't fishing, but I'll take it. I was totally <laughs> fishing. Um, well, listen, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back. Uh, we're gonna do RuPaul wrap up for All Stars season four, episode nine. Sure, Nueve Duolingo. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much. We're doing hashtag really ad. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, Tony Soto here. Do you love the Tony Soto Show? Then prove it. Go to the iTunes page and rate us five stars and leave a cute little comment. If you do, you get free shit. What? Yes, free shit. All you have to do is go to the iTunes page, give us five full stars, and leave us a comment, and then email me. telling me that you did it at the Tony Soto Show at gmail.com, and I'm going to send you a free Tony Soto Show sticker. That's right, baby. You get rewarded for listening to this crap. 
All right, we are back with the show, and guys, we are getting down to the end of the road for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 4. This was episode 9. Now, Sam and Colby, are you avid drag watchers? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> oh, Do you go to a bar to watch, or do you watch at home? How do you watch? Mostly bar. We watch it at home sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, last, last Friday we watched it at we home. We watched it at home last Friday, but with, with Anna came over with company. Ah, and preferred bar to watch Drag Race? I think so. I like, Which one? Lately, oh, Eagle has been the one we've the been doing. The Eagle. So Good mm-hmm. Drink prices. Yeah, they have those six dollar tall cans of PBR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, also, there's just a lot of space there. Is the thing also like well, yeah, you go not to a lot of people bar, go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just uh, and they play it later, <laughs> which is good. Tell us how you feel, girl. No, I'm kidding. I listen. I love. I've I've been to the one of the Eagle. I like it a lot. But when it, when I first went to the one of the Eagle, um, they didn't have always have screens. They literally pulled a sheet a white oh. sheet <laughs> that would be like crinkly and oh, shit no. <laughs> and you're trying to like watch and the queen's faces are distorted so i mean i have fond tragic memories of watching but also i used to host it at uh not host it in drag but like um people would watch it early at akbar and we definitely fucked it up like three or four times where... it's just so much oh my god i did that we did that at scarlet yeah oh yeah i remember that and listen the thing, <laughs> there's nothing hilarious. there's nothing worse than um, being a bar that fucks up Drag Race because yeah. gay people will be like, now where am I supposed to watch? It's like it's a scary sight. But I hear it. I'm like, no, I get it. Like I get it. I'm sorry. It was I was so embarrassed. Like three or and I feel like it was like consecutive weeks. Like we couldn't get our shit together for weeks. It's like straight people in football. Yeah, except for football, the winners win because they're good. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> and the football players don't get in like angsty remarks towards each other. I mean, not documented yeah. at least. You know? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's a it's a soap opera. Um, so well, let's talk about this because this was episode nine, and uh, remember last week. Naomi had just done the uh, the the goopery. The thank you so much. The choppery, if you will. Um, oh, I want her to go home still. I'm like, oh, please be the fourth one. Um, and so now we're getting the girl's reaction to Naomi. Uh, and it was one of like people. They were a little pressed. They were like, we. The, the game has been changed, but like, ha- has it though? Like she was, she, she got Latrice back. Like obviously she got Latrice back, and that was the plan. Like, she sent one of the bottom home. Like that's the that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah. She sent one of the bottom. had people. to go home. Yeah, like and yeah. Th- this idea of track records. How do you feel about track records, Sam? Are you are you a report card guy? I kind of like Trinity's mentality about you seem like a report card guy to me yeah i'm also i'm also rupaul's best friend race person more oh you're there to make relationships and bonds i just let everybody get along you You like to have lunch with folks (laughs) i gotcha i gotcha i gotcha um i just have to say that i loved naomi and the testimony i'll just be like i am such a good performer I really am. And it was like, it's good to see that kind of confidence. It's true. Because I don't think that, like, I don't think that she's been that confident, um, as confident as she is, has been, you know, during All-Stars, like, especially in her season. Were you a, were you a Naomi fan, Colby, during her season? 
I'm a fan of Naomi's look. She slays the runway all the time, and there's no question about it. But was there a butt there? <laughs> there's not a butt. <laughs> she kind of you know, set it up for a butt, uh, okay, right? Okay. Well, I didn't know if we were like getting into this yet, but it's the like the when you get into like her performance as SJP and situations like that, which you know I keep an um, eye to. Yeah. Well, it's hard for me to get over when a queen is having acting issues. Okay. All right. Spec spoken by a, by a thespian. So, <laughs> uh, well, let's go on. So we. Jeez, uh, you trapped me into I, that. I'm thinking. I was trying to be very like dignitary <laughs> about it. We were gonna were, get were, to I it. I knew you were gonna let me. We were gonna get to it. You were gonna say it at some point. So we might as well just rip the scab off. You <laughs> he know. He said he didn't want to be any, mean about any queens on the way here. Oh well, too sorry, girl. Uh, it's not. That it's, wasn't mean. It's not no, mean. She was bad. Yeah, that's yeah. not mean. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so Latrice uh, saved Naomi because, or, or no, Naomi sam- saved Latrice because she wanted to. I like her defiance in this situation. Uh, Maxwell, how do you feel about how she's owned the fact that she sent Manila home? I like it. I think it's a game changer, but it shouldn't be like. A- um, yeah, I just, I like her confidence, and I just like that she was like, yeah, I did it. She saved me. I have no reason to save tough competition, like the best competition, yeah. so she should go. Yeah, and I like, I like, you're right, she sent one of the bottom home, and quite frankly, it was setting it up for, like, we knew Latrice was going to go home at some point, anyway, give her another time, give her another day. Well, she did. She did it the way Morgan Michael, Morgan McMichael should have done it. You know, she came in there right off the bat and was like, "I'm going to eliminate the competition." But Naomi did it the way she should have done it and yeah. just stayed quiet. And yeah, when Morgan it was time, just she was like, "Bye." Morgan just talked too <laughs> fast, too much, too quick. She was like, "I am a fucking mean bitch." Like, we get it, girl, but you didn't have to announce it. Uh, I mean, that's what Detox did to Alyssa Edwards. So, I mean, the thing about All Stars is. It's a different game in that, like, it also takes in, like, the queen's skills at, like, you know, logic and eliminating competition. Oh, sure. In a way that regular drag race doesn't. I so, mean, it's like, not as advanced as Survivor by any means. But, no, you but know. It, it takes more, like, strategy. <laughs> Let's so, face like, it. They've been doing track records for, like, three seasons at this point with All-Stars. So, like, I like that it, for once uh, a repayment to a drag queen turned out to be good TV. You know what I mean? Um, so Monet, I, I wanted to know who Monet was going to pick so bad because something, because, you know, she was talking track records. So I was like, oh, she's going to send Latrice home. Like, but she pulled out that <laughs> lipstick and she's like, I am a petty bitch. And I'm like, uh, she's like, she wished that she could show the lipstick on stage. That was so funny. <laughs> I'm not typically a fan of Monet, but this had me cackling because she was just, uh, she did she not. She was unapologetic about it. She yeah. did not give up. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, nobody really seemed to care about the rules when it happened to Shangela last year when nobody voted for her, even though oh, she should have been in the t- top two. No, that's true. That's true. I mean, she should have been in the top two, though, over uh, whatever her uh, Trent Kennedy. Like I disagree. Kind of, uh, well, you're you're just you're wrong. I'm sorry. You're so wrong. Yeah, Shangela should have been in the top two, like yeah. based off of track record and everything. But she didn't because people didn't like her. Because <laughs> she sucks. Because she's an asshole. Oh my god. Okay, so uh, life's not fair. I love that. Like that's good. I, and I just love how uh, Trinity was like. Trinity was literally. Trinity saw her fate quickly. She was like. Yeah. I mean. Okay, everything's off the table, apparently. 
Well, she. I mean, once you get so far in the competition, isn't that like inevitable? Don't you think? Uh, the, the thing is, is like it's always been track record, girl. Like it's always been, so. This is this is new and different. Like man, technically, Manila should not have been. It was Latrice's time to go, according to how they play the game typically. But Manila didn't play by track record. Who yeah, she was going to send Monet home? Oh, that's oh no, absolutely. We'll see, and that's the thing. That was the gag. Like Monet actually, or uh, if you think about it, Manila actually did. The goopery. If she would have won, it would have been the goopery. But now it's kind of not. And anyway, I don't know. I uh, I want to move on. <laughs> the ma- <laughs> the maxi challenge is an acting challenge. I always cringe at acting challenges. And you didn't cringe. And you did not this one. Uh, well, it was this, so bad. It was called Sex in the Kitty Girl Three, and uh, which is. And, and we we saw the two, right? It was we, we've seen. Obviously, it was a three parter. I don't remember the first two, so they must have been delightful. Do anyone remember the first two? I saw them, but I whatever. No. Wait, what do you mean? Sex in the City. No, the, the if it was the third one, did they, oh, did they no. do multiple ones? No, this was just the thing about the movie. This was just the third, the fourth movie. Because the first two movies have happened. Oh. They haven't had a Sex in the City three. Gotcha. I didn't know if they parodied the Kitty Girl thing in a and like another All Stars or not. But okay, oh. I don't pay attention to the acting challenges typically. Um, so, oh my god, <laughs> that's what a I was like. moment on Sex in the City is in order as well. I might have seen like two episodes of that in my whole life, and I, I, oh, I, I really? definitely saw the one where the girl fell out the window. Like, I did that <laughs> was looking at you now. This all makes sense. I didn't think it was good, y'all. I, I didn't I think it, I didn't think it was a good. Did you were you a Sex in the City fan, Sam? Oh, no, I haven't watched like more than oh, that, thank so. god. Uh, oh, so good. Colby? I did watch it. Yeah. I, w- I would like watch it with my mom. Oh, that's cute. That's a <laughs> moment, though. So, um, so Naomi won, so she got to cast the show, and Naomi immediately wanted the lead. Uh, she wanted to be Sarah Jessica-, Jessica Parker because she knew she had a lot of confidence. She's like, I know this in and out. I know exactly Sarah Jessica Parker's character and how she does it. I mean, did you? And uh, so, she, but you know, think about it. It was smart because she was just on the top. She was coming off of a high. She wanted to, she wanted to challenge herself. So it makes sense. But it's also like, girl, maybe you should have taken a step back and then you would. Anyway, we'll get to that. She's Uh, lucky it all was bad. uh, Monet and Trinity both want Kim Cattrall's character. Uh, And none of them were backing down, so they had to do paper, rock, scissors. Democracy? People were, like, really upset about that, and I didn't get why. What do you mean? Why were people upset about it? I don't know. I just saw a lot of people talking about it on Twitter, being, like, angry about it. I break ties with that all the time. Yeah. I, well, Naomi could have decided. Totally fair she too. Yeah, Naomi could have picked, but she did not. So she, and she should have actually. I feel like that would have been like a continuation of this like high she was on, and she was like, "No, yeah. you are playing." Uh, but I mean, Monet was right to not want that part. Like, who is that one? That one's the brown-haired one with the Charlotte. little dog. 
basic. Or what? Yeah. I don't know what. What's the real actress, actress's name? I don't know. Kristen. Kristen. That's what it was called in the show. Um. Yeah. Well, ultimately, Trinity got what she wanted. She played Kim Cattrall, but she didn't know what Sex in the City was either, and neither did Monique. Like she didn't know what it was. Uh, but Monique. Um, wanted the bit part and she was right to choose that too and what are, I mean I do remember that episode and that character I like that actress a lot um, and I remember that and I like that episode so it was funny to me I did get that part Maxwell I understood that one congrats thanks girl um, Monique was making choices yeah. and no one was stopping her <laughs> she didn't make choices. <laughs> like what? She was one of the best in this. But scene. I guess if you she fell was, out I, a window, I, she was the best. I would even say. I guess if you fell out a window, and you just woke up from a coma, who knows? You might have been like doing that. Um, the characters are Naomi is SJP, Monet is Kristen, Latrice is Cynthia. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Trinity is Kim, and Monique is Kjo. Uh, film day. How do we feel about the film day? No, so let's just get right down to it. Naomi wasn't good. I, it's funny because, like, I think if Naomi would have acted like a lot less, like if she, she would have just been more herself, she would have nailed it a lot more. Because, she, like in real life, she is very likable and like sweet. You know what I mean? Well, I, I mean, so. It was strange that she went to bitchy when Ross was like, she's a sweet yeah. character. Like, she's a good character. You need to like her. Like, he was giving her everything. I, I, why do you think she was like, did she think that because it was a parody well, or a spoof that, that that it meant opposite or something? Like The she, way she, that I, I read it was that, like, it's it felt to me like when it came down to, like, the moment of filming she might have gotten a little nervous. So I felt like she was defaulting yeah. to like yeah. basic fierce drag queen delivery of the line. Sure. Yeah. Which was a very safe thing to do in her mind, but it just wasn't reading right for SJP. So I don't, I don't think, I think it was that she decided not to make a choice because I think she froze a little bit. It's just the way that yeah. I read it. I don't she know had her Jan not. Brady moment, you know, <laughs> sure. when the lights turn on and Jan just looks at the camera, doesn't stop looking. <laughs> one of the best episodes she was such a bitch in that episode i'm glad that happened to her um <laughs> trinity doesn't uh no sex in the city oh wait is this oh so they really kind of edited together during the filming day that uh that trinity didn't know what she was doing and that she was kind of struggling right yeah. yes yeah with the seriously line yeah yeah with it's it's it Which was it, it was just so funny. I was like, so. And then they ended up keeping the one that that she Ross didn't do told well. her not to do. Yeah, the the the, yeah. Up, the up high inflection. I noticed that too, girl. <laughs> I I know. I like this script though. I did. I thought this was funny. I, I'm sorry, I did. I you know I think Latrice was funny. Like I thought that La Latrice was good. I thought she did good too. Oh woof! I disagree. Oh really? I really was very satisfied with the decision i did not think she performed well no but she looked like she was having fun well yeah. i thought that she did a lot better compared to in the acting challenges in these other the, in the earlier season the... she would get kind of bothered by the other people in the scene and i feel like yeah. in this one yeah. she really never got bothered she at any point. I, yeah i think in this one she got more into character than she's ever gone before 
Although, yeah, although when Monique's fair. wig came off, she like immediately broke character. But like, <laughs> uh, that was horrible. I mean, Monique, and she's like, and I take. I it thought too. it was like part of like her character. So did I for a quick second there, but <laughs> yeah. then like, so she could she have played it off like it was. Um, if she hadn't lost her wig so many times throughout the season, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You could make a reel out of that. This point. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was just like, how is this happening again? <laughs> Um, so the filming was rough, though. Like, uh, you had um, Naomi struggling. You had uh, what alluded to be Trinity was uh, struggling. And Monet struggled as well. Because, And I don't think that like Monet like threw a tantrum like Pandora Box. But I feel like she didn't really kind of get into this character because, character because she didn't want it. So... Um, did you see that she was wearing an outfit yeah. that Samantha wore in the show? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. As, Char- as Charlotte. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. I don't know what any of that I saw, is. There's like a picture on the internet that is like uh, her, uh, Samantha from Sex in the City, and then Monet in the Samantha outfit, but as Charlotte. And Samantha is Kim Cattrall's character. Yeah. Yes. Got yes. it. Yes. Got it. Got it. Oh, the shade. Ooh. No, that was lost Drama. on me. That was lost on me, like hardcore. Uh, elimination day. We find out that the runway is going to be Kitty Cat Couture. Uh, let's talk about when they were all hanging out because uh, uh, I love uh, what do we think about Monet saying that if I make myself laugh I know I'm funny relatable that's what <laughs> I mean listen we've all thought it you know what I mean there are many times where I sit around and I'm like that was funny that was good but she was not funny like no how do you feel about Monet, Sam? You know, I I like her. I, I, I like her. I do like her. But I, I think that sometimes she will say she did something that's really good that I think a lot of people in the judge in the rounds with judges say is not good. Yeah. And it happens a lot. Yeah. So maybe in her mind, she might be thinking that she's better than she is in certain situations. But it, she's never been, like, one of my favorites yeah, she didn't make that Charlotte character funny. Yeah. And no. she and she wasn't I did like her during the clown part, I guess. Like she, I guess when she was she's very naturally funny, so you want her to really shine in these acting challenges. Uh-huh. And I think that sometimes she struggles with them. You know, her most memorable yeah. memorable one is the Maya Angelou character, which was great. Yeah. But since then, like I feel like she's struggled in every acting challenge. Yeah. Absolutely. After that. Um all right, let's see here. Uh, Trinity and Monet are still fighting about who would have done it better. Monet still thinks that she would have done it better. I'm not sure. Well, I just feel like it's interesting that they didn't let it go. You know what I mean? Like, it was written in stone at that point. So yeah, by that point. And then was... she wore the outfit, too. Like, knowing that detail, she was like, I mean, she brought that outfit. She was gunning for the role. Somehow she knew before oh, I'm she sure. had to bring that outfit. Oh, I'm sure it was on the list of things they need to bring. So, uh, or something like bring sex. I I bet they had to bring one of each, like something that would do either one. Uh, well, let's talk about the runway. Did, okay. So kitty cat couture in general, can we just overall, how do we feel about that runway? Cause I, I guess I'm just not a cat person. I am a cat person. And I thought it was like, I was like very underwhelmed. I think Naomi was the only one that looked good. 
No, those cat suits. Trinity's cat suit was incredible. She's the only one who took it. Suit. She's the only one who took it. Um, like outside of literal. Yeah. Um. So. Which is what I want to Naomi. see yeah. from all of them. Um. Yeah. yeah. I. I. To me, I was like, not that I didn't enjoy it, but when it first came out, I was like, what the hell? So we're just gonna see a bunch of. I liked. I appreciated Naomi too because she was outside of the box. Um, I wanted to see that because I don't think it's that you don't like the runway. I think it's that you don't like the performance of the queens on it. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> well, Trinity, I I thought was beautiful. I think Trinity's. I mean, I'm I'm gunning, I'm gunning for Trinity for the win. Um, oh, you're gunning for a white girl winner when you're always complaining about white winners. I think that she deserves <laughs> it. I think that I I I. I I think that she deserves it. I think she's great. I but I would uh also like it if Naomi won. And um if Trinity can't win, I would rather Naomi take it than the other two. Cuz I think that she played a better game than the other two. Uh Monet looked like a mouse. Michelle was not was wrong. Yeah. Bad. Michelle was, was so bad. Michelle yeah. was not wrong about that and um Did you notice when she came back out she had drawn on the kind of cat mouth? Oh, no, I didn't. To, no. try and, to try and make it look more like a cat. Oh, well, sorry, girl. <laughs> too late. Yeah, too late. Well, I mean, and I thought Mouse immediately. And I was watching at Precinct with uh, with my girl Solomon Giorgio. And uh, he had already watched it before. So he was like, oh, he loves Monet. So he's all like, his chest is all puffed out and whatever. And she comes out. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? And he got so <laughs> mad. He was like, it's Pink Panther, girl. It's Pink Panther. Like, all right, calm down. It was not Pink Panther. Um, <laughs> it, was... it looked like a elephant. <laughs> An elephant? Like a pink elephant we from to... Alice in Wonderland. We have to get you a book. Um, <laughs> so... And any book <laughs> just, will do. Just any book. Uh, uh, I could put you my like... iced coffee on it. How would you feel about Monet's look? I agree that it looked like a mouse Mouse. Mouse, yeah, mouse. total mess. It looked cool though. <laughs> yeah, cool mouse. How about a hippopotamus? She looked like I, a hippopotamus. Oh, I think I kind of agree with Maxwell. But why not? <laughs> why, 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 why not? She like at this point they already didn't think it was a hit. So why didn't she be like, no, I'm outside the box like Naomi. I'm cat food. You know what I mean? Like play it like, <laughs> play, play like, like I meant Your to be what? a mouse. I meant to be a mouse, and then start <laughs> running around and like getting stirring up the the kitty. <laughs> Concept. You know I what I mean? She'd done that. Theater. How about cat we get some? Food. How about we get some theater up in here? Yeah, some cat food, girl. Cat You're food. weird. You're on Indica. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. This is really homophobic. Um, Latrice, I wrote airbrush is always yikes. Um, what is that dress? Oh my god, that was embarrassing. The fact so that they brought like her nineties carnival. Yeah, the I fact that they brought her, went... her back, and that's what she showed up with. All I could think was that she went to Myrtle Beach and got it airbrushed. <laughs> you know, yeah, and on the back it has her name on it, airbrush Latrice. <laughs> Does it really? No, oh. <laughs> but it looks like it could. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's because it like so bad. I have years of PTSD because uh, my Latino family loves airbrush. So yeah. like as uh, you would always have an airbrush shirt for some reason or another. <laughs> so I was triggered to begin with 
But also, it was ill-fitting. She really couldn't walk in it that well. And... It was I, ugly. I don't think so. I don't even think that the wig was very, like, jungly. And I, I don't know. It was a miss. It was a miss. Uh, Naomi, we've, we've established outside the box. Looked great. Kat, did you, how'd you feel about it, Colby? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I've loved, like, every look that she's brought down the runway. Um, well, let's go to Monique because Monique was surprising fucking because I, I liked it. <laughs> Is this I it, was, too, it was good for being basic, yes. I mean, I, I guess I like uh, Antonio Banderas and, and the, the Puss in Boots, Boots character. I liked it, too. I think it, it was my favorite one. The thing that I thought about it is, going back to what Maxwell said, I wish it had been Trinity's catsuit with the accessories that Monique brought. Oh, I loved Trinity's catsuit, and um, I wish that... It was, was just rock, not... Perfect. It's the softest yeah. we've ever seen her face. Like it's the softest makeup we've ever seen on her face, and she had to be an animal to do it. Like she had to be a kitty to 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 pull that off. Which, when the judges were like, "I think this is the best you've ever looked," I don't think that's a compliment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> like and like, but I've done so many, you know, lady looks, not kitty looks. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what do you guys think of the uh, final edit of the show? The kitty girl whatnot. It was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. I thought it was one of the worst like storylines. Yeah. Like one of the worst like things they've made them do. It wasn't great. Like I was really confused when they came back as the clowns. Yeah. It was her gala. The, her was her Vogue gala. She's the editor of Vogue. I could follow that, Colby. So she has to throw a gala. So she chose a clown theme. Look, I thought it was funny. I I don't know. I don't I don't know about So you loved it. I don't know. I don't I mean I'm not gonna write a sonnet about it, but you know, I I I watched, I, watched, I watched it and um I'm not familiar with the show. But I do know that the that the that the SJP and the Kim Cattrall character don't like each other in real life. I mean, I followed that kind of gossip, so I knew that was happening. That I got that in it, you know. Like anything else, I didn't care. I th I thought it was super entertaining. Like it was dumb entertainment, and I I I wasn't mad about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we're not going here for like. I mean, call me stupid, but I thought that fucking come in here for a hug, and then that clown flower <laughs> water thing was so dumb that it was fucking hilarious i was like of course she would fucking put a rose that shot water in her face that's funny that's funny it was clowns being funny i did like the clown looks yeah well i'm not a big fan of clowns but i'm saying like i mean they are clowns in general and they did good i liked it i'm giving it a thumbs up one thumbs up not two i'll give it one like I would watch okay. it again. You've I think I would. Already. You would watch it a third time. I would watch it for. Is this because I'm a lesbian? I would watch <laughs> it just for that. I would watch it just for that. I want that on a loop. Is this because I'm a lesbian? So good, so good. Um, I'm giving you a thumbs down. Okay, great. I would watch it again just to listen to Naomi say, "Honestly, I don't give a fuck." Oh, um, gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, and see, that's uh, we can probably skip what the judges said. 
Um, so we have basically the tops were Trinity and Monique, and the bottom were the rest of them. So when they were doing deliberations, uh, it was it was Trinity's thing to like be like, who would you send home? Who would you send home? And basically, Monet and Naomi said Latrice, and then Trinity told Latrice that everyone said her. (laughs) And then was like, so who would you pick? (laughs) They also kept cutting to Latrice just sitting alone on the couch. How hilarious. was! I cackled every time. I think we got it two or three times each time. I was like, (laughs) why did they do that to her? She was alone. Like the other, everyone else was deliberating. So it made sense. But no, it was kind of shady where they're just like, all right. So shady. But also, I mean, like Latrice lay down or something. Like her with her, <laughs> her with her hands in her yeah, lap. Like in like the center of it, 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 it was it was so funny. I was like I was like, am I sad because of how she's sitting? Like is that what it is? Because she like is this like when the IKEA made us feel for that lamp? You know because it looks <laughs> sad or whatever. Um and let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. But then I loved it because uh, Latrice went straight to them and was like, "I heard you all were gonna kick me out," and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna." That was a, <laughs> yeah. that was a good exchange. I was yeah. I was entertained there. Why was Monique putting on more makeup if she was taking off her cat makeup? Did anybody else notice that? I think she was covering over the cat makeup. I don't think that she took off the cat makeup. I think that she painted over it. She also yeah. did a, a like a Janet nose. It's like. What you do if it's a Jackson, right? No? Um, okay, let's see. Where are we? Oh, God. Monet pleading her case to Monique. Oh. Yeah. That was kind of shady. And that was weird. That made, that made me kind of uncomfortable. And she's like, may the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> and then, like, does this weird kiss thing. I was like, this is weird. I thought, like, what do you mean? Why would you? Do you think it was just pandering at television and just trying to I think that whenever Monique wins anything she gets two grand for her goddamn good that's what I think happens and so that's why I find it so annoying when she wins and whenever she's happy it's always stunning and I can't I can't hear (laughs) that all the time it fucking drives me insane let's see Monique was Monique was a little shady uh Latrice on that couch alone had me cackling uh so Trinity thinks that Naomi is forgettable. And I, Still. I, unless she's talking about her performance of the season that she was on, I cannot agree with what she's saying. And Same. I, I agree. I kind of hate Agreed. that this is the second or third time that we've heard it say it said. Because yeah. I think that she's done some pretty memorable shit this season. I would so, say the most memorable yeah. Like she, I mean, she did the yeah. googery, she did the googery or the goopery or whatever for Christ's yeah. sake. That was just yesterday, Trinity. You were gagging right. earlier. Right. <laughs> you were gagging earlier. You were calling her shady and saying all this, but then, but then now, what? You forgot about her? Come on! It just seemed very weird to me. I was like, "Come on, girl." I agree. Yeah. The lip sync was when I think of you by Janet Jackson. We we stand Janet. We stand Janet. Um, I thought it was a fucking great lip sync. And I I think that Trinity won because she's obviously more polished than Monique. 
Um, but Monique was a good adversary to yeah. her in that lip sync. Yeah. It was a close one. I do think Trinity. Trinity was Trinity, Trinity is so fucking good. Like she's good. She's personable. She's, she's a professional. Yeah. Like it's like when when you see Monique perform, you don't always see Monique's face engaging like the audience or whatever. You know that she's. I feel like she's in her head doing her stuff. You know, like okay, here I'm doing this. Here I'm doing that. Whereas Kennedy or Kennedy Trinity is a straight up performer and goes to the audience will interact with them will make you know so she can do a lot more than just her numbers she can, she's well-rounded yeah um and that's why i think that she should win all-stars that's basically just it so trinity wins and latrice is out oh poor latrice but it was time it wasn't time it's been time yeah 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 i mean it should have been the time before but whatever thank you for the good tv the last two episodes and I- she's truly forever an all-star you know like yeah most out of like yeah. all those girls she has a, a huge career she's gonna be fine yeah. you know yeah i yeah her exit was her exit seemed a little over it though when she was like i've already said my goodbyes so bye i'm like all right Bitter buddy. Like, we all know, like, I, I don't think that Latrice needs to remind us that she's beloved. You know what I mean? I think it seems, like, <laughs> odd that she does. So for her to be like, I'm still, no one ever said you weren't great, girl. You just weren't great here. So here is here is different than what your life is out in the real world. You can do that. People love you. They want to see you do those flags, girl. But, like, you're just not good at, you just weren't good enough to win the competition. That's it. You want it live, girl. You have a full hairline now, and your teeth are nice. <laughs> and she's and you married. married. And you married, girl. Like you great. <laughs> and you could vote. Yes. <laughs> oh, see, you have so many things. All right. Let's take a quick break, guys. We have Actually, we have one more episode to talk about uh, next week. And then aren't they starting? And then we have... Yeah, we have like one week off, I think, and then fucking season whatever starts. Maybe we should take that week off off and just take it off. We should do listener questions. Actually, yeah, I can't do that week anyway, so. Oh, okay. Well, this is great. We're going to take a quick break. We could have (laughs) talked about this now. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Do you want more Tony Soto? I completely understand. If you want more of me, tune into the Gay Power Half Hour available on iTunes, hosted by me, Tony Soto, and my good Judy, Casey Lai. It's 30 minutes of funny faggotry you won't want to miss. Check us out on iTunes, the Gay Power Half Hour. All right, we are back with the show. And, guys, we do these listener questions every week. So if you would like to have your questions, concerns, or comments read on this show, all you have to do is email me at the Tony Soto Show subject line listener questions, and we will be happy to read it on this fun recording of friends catching up and talking about drag queens doing things. So uh, I'm going to kick us off with our first question, and it is from Jonna. And they say, nerd alert, guys. First, I love this show. Second, please do more live shows. And if you could come to Louisiana, I would be so happy. Uh, I was with my BF for two years. And in that time, he made me a total nerd. I watched Game of Thrones. I read the Harry Potter books. And to top, off, top it off, he introduced me to D&D. 
Dungeons and Dragons. We broke up a month ago, and last week was the first time I was not playing D&D. I already really missed the group, and I want back in, but the breakup is still fresh. But I am so over the but I am over the breakup. I am fine, and I think that it needed to happen. But he is still mad at me, and they are his friends. How do I get back into the nerd realm? <laughs> I would imagine there are other nerd realms you could join, girl. Like, I'm, join a chat room, and then find nerds there. But she like made friends with these people. Yeah, but when it's your ex-boyfriend's friends, I mean, you're kind of canceled and forged. That's how life works. Oh, I mean, I guess they're they're true. Like, the loyalty in the D&D world, I guess, would be the same as uh, the mortal one. Um, <laughs> I mean, unless dragons have different rules about feelings. <laughs> oh, someone's dying. Um... <laughs> It's me. It's my career. Um, <laughs> so I first thank you for listening to the show and thinking that we would know anything about this. I played yeah. ma- I played Magic Card once. I watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, I watched Game of Thrones. I like that show. We just started watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. We're so behind. Just now? You just started? We're on like episode, episode four of season two or something girl you are on a ride uh, yeah. don't worry. we're I, well, I, I love that we can just binge watch it starts. the yeah. whole time yeah the new season's coming out my it God. took a while to, like we've both watched the first season a while back and thought it was like boring. when it first aired yeah it is boring okay no, that's good to know uh, it felt yeah really the first time. season is absolutely boring it's I so mean, much like yeah the thing is is i watched uh, it for the first time with lucy and lucy uh had read all the books and everything so she got really she explained a lot to me during it and i was like stop like quit telling me the backs shut up i'm watching the show so <laughs> i stopped watching it but then when i moved to la i picked it up again and i I like that king and queen stuff. I guess they were right to write us about this question. God damn it. <laughs> I thought we were cooler than this. We went off in our own nerd I've realm. never watched it. Have you played D&D, um, uh, Sam? No, I have not. But it looks fun. Does it? Yeah, it has all those little pieces Tony plays it from Pig Hag. Should yeah. we start a group? I play it. What? No, Tony from Pig Hag. You mentioned oh. earlier. He plays oh, it. that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. So someone in your life has had to play that game before. Yeah, Are it. you a D&D player? I'm not Call a D&D me. player, no. Mm. I'm not. I'm really not much into the realm of like fantasy of like witches. Yeah, magic ain't gonna or, well, fix like shit. Witches, you know, we but... can't be we can't be magic-y, All right, we gotta keep our heads below the clouds. Um, but it, please enjoy. Did we your, answer the question? I don't know. Like, I mean, I, do, so. yeah, I think move, she needs to find on. new friends. Move on to a different group. There are plenty of nerds out there. There's conventions everywhere. Just go. And, and then what would see? And then what you could do is you can make the other friends jealous that your new D and D group is cool, and then get the friends to ditch your ex and come to your group. Oh. One other thing I would mention is. Um, you know, if you weren't into this nerd stuff before the boyfriend, maybe examine if you are really into the nerd stuff at all. Yeah. Or is your totally. interest in joining this D&D group really a subconscious way to get back into the realm of your ex-boyfriend? Yeah. To so be honest, just... um, so backstory a little bit. Colby and I, we've been dating for six years. We broke up for a couple months the first year that we were dating. And funny thing was, is that's when Colby and them were starting to do drag. 
And I didn't do drag. I've, I've done drag maybe three times, but they were doing it like on the regular at Spin Nightclub and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we made a lot of friends uh, through that. R.I.P. And we made a lot of friends, friends through that, but unfortunately, um, when we broke up, they all kind of did their drag thing, and I had to kind of step away from that. Were and you I'm not canceled? Gonna, I wasn't like canceled, but like it was one of those things where like was she I'm canceled? Not, <laughs> well, I, kn- I didn't want her to be canceled, but she canceled herself. Yeah, you I, canceled, canceled, yourself. I canceled myself. And the thing is, is like I wasn't going to like try to show up and be like, this is my thing. Because yeah. it's not. It yeah. was his thing originally. And me showing up. And I, I tried to show up a couple times, but the truth was like it was more to like see Colby than it was to actually like. Oh. So like honestly, God, like so I'm hearing cute. something that sounds like, a little familiar and I would just be like. Back up unless you wanted to get messy. Yeah, just like back up and find your own nerd group. It's super simple. I hear people still play the game. So I chat rooms. I, use the internet. Maybe we should get it and just play. Oh gosh. I heard it's really long. To I do. mean, I've got nothing going on. I think I, my I friends fucked, played I it. Fucked, I fucked a guy who does D and D. Oh, like I'm sure you fucked a few guys who've played D and D, girl. I mean <laughs> I liked to paint them. I helped my friends paint theirs. Their what? They're figurines. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. Ooh, there's crafting. So. Sounds great. <laughs> All right, who's next? Oh, it's me. Fuck. fuck. Oh, fuck. Okay. Stacy says, this is the first year in a long time that I'm single for Valentine's Day, and I know that as a single person, I have to act like I hate the holiday. But I love Valentine's Day. My ex was so good at it. She would surprise me every year with gifts and treats and always made me feel beautiful. I'm bummed that I won't have this treatment this year. Please give me some ideas on what to do as a single person this year. Okay. As a professional single person. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Buy yourself dinner. Get stoned and take a bath. Like, get a lush bath bomb. Turn the lights off. Light some candles. Do a face mask. When Maybe you, even a hair mask. When do you start masturbating? At the end of the night before bed. So you can just go to bed. <laughs> and then when do you cry? You don't. You are so excited that you don't have to deal with another person's bullshit anymore. And if you do cry in the bathtub a little bit with the lunch. You know what I mean? That's a good, I always find crying in the bathtub to be a good time to cry. I think you should go to a spa because then you won't have your phone. Oh, that's a good idea. What's the danger of the phone? Well, because then you're going to be sitting on the gram seeing everybody like with their lovely partners. Oh, are you guys going to do that? Are you going to be annoying on Valentine's Day? We always just do like we just go to some chain. Do you post photos? Do you post photos of you guys holding hands and like? With no. with with heart filters and shit. Uh, no, not like that. No. I, maybe I've done some kind of post on a. I don't want to say, and someone go back on my Instagram and be like, "You did." Do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing, nothing like yeah. overwrought or yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, look. Uh, do you remember? Hold on. Do you remember when we went out for Valentine's Day and we sat next to that really awkward couple that like just didn't speak the entire dinner? They didn't, you don't remember? Yeah, that? of course I remember that girl. Oh, okay, okay. That was our subject of conversation during our dinner during our fucking valentine's day dinner we were like do you see those sad bitches over there on their sad date we're we're having a sad date talking about those sad people (laughs) i'm gonna go see trina on valentine's day oh with one of your many dates what with one of your many dates no, I'm going to go with Ernie. <laughs> oh, you guys are so cute. Just We're going to go see Trina and Cupcake. 
I'm really jealous of that, actually. I don't know what any of those sounds mean, so... <laughs> They're two female rappers. They're women of color. You wouldn't understand. Oh, my God. It's the not, baddest. It's not for me. Okay, it's not for me. Um, we know you're racist. Oh, my God. <laughs> Towards white people. Only white people. Recovering and everywhere else. I'm recovering. Uh, who's reading the last one? That's me. Oh, call me. Tony, there are so many candles that you can buy on Amazon that covers the smell of weed. I get high in my bedroom all the time and my parents never know. It's kind of crazy. You're more than double my age and you're dealing with the same weed issue that I go through. I guess it doesn't get better. <laughs> Fucking love you guys. First I love of all, Kelly. that was savage. First of yeah. all, Kelly, the read <laughs> is loved and appreciated, bitch. You bite with teeth, girl, and I'm not mm. mad at you. No, first of all, whenever we say it gets better, it's lies. We say it to fucking yeah. make ourselves feel better. <laughs> it's, like, it gets worse. We're like, of course, this life is better. <laughs> yes, but here's the thing, like with with landlords. It's harder for them to kick you out than it is for parents to kick you out. So, I mean, like, I'm still smoking, you know? But also, I don't believe that her parents don't know she's smoking weed. Yeah. I, like, I find that very hard to You believe. can't, like, smoke weed upstairs in a house and think someone downstairs isn't going to smoke Oh, yet. girl, listen. Right. I thought for don't... years that we had, remember, blow tubes. Remember yeah, tubes. I was just going to say you need to make a hoodie. A dude tube. <laughs> you call it a dude tube. We yeah. did a blow tube. It was like you fucking took a, a toilet paper thing and you put uh, dryer sheets in it. And you thought that that covered the smell uh, of weed, and all it smelled was like baby powder and weed. <laughs> no, it totally works. It does not work. <laughs> it does too. My RA never knew. You, your RA knew, girl. See, when I when I was in college, the first two years of college, we had like suite uh, dorm rooms, so uh, we were Same. conjoined by a bathroom. So what we would do is we would like just all get into the bathroom, close the doors turn on the vent and hot box it with steam and we thought that that oh, did sure. it yeah girl so but the blow tubes here's the thing here's the thing kelly and your goddamn read all right all right i can come home whenever i want okay i can go out i can drink <laughs> i can smoke wow. weed i can smoke weed outside <laughs> no i'm kidding wow. i'm kidding wait I want to look on Amazon. I'm going to, like, search for weed candles. I Wait, like I have I've a question after ones. hearing what happened to you, Tony. I want to make edibles at my house, and I want to make, like, weed butter or something. Do you think since it's, like, recreational, if I'm cooking with it, I mean... I'm not really breaking any rules, right? Yeah, I think, I you're, think fine. you're in the clear. I think you're fine. But always, also, like, I live above a cigarette smoking shop, and people smoke out in front all the time, and cigarette smoke comes up in my apartment, and I don't complain. I don't care. So it's like we should start. It's like let me smoke. No, girl, I don't want. I don't want to be. I want to just be happy in my apartment and be. I have learned that I don't need to be smoking three joints in a row. So we've all learned some lessons here. So it, moderation. There are, there are candles on Amazon called Cannabolish Cannabis Smoke Odor Removing Candle. Oh. And Beamer Cannabis Killer Scented Candle. So there are weed specific candles. Okay. Are they expensive? Yeah, they're kind of expensive. How much? Oh well, Callie's a liar. Seven ounces for fifteen dollars. 
is the Cannabalish one. Seven ounces. I don't know what that is. It's not much. $15. It's like a rocks glass. Girl, do you know how much weed I smoke, Kelly? I smoke a lot of weed, Kelly. <laughs> yeah, and Kelly, I mean, you live at home with your parents, so you're not paying rent, so you can afford these expensive-ass <laughs> candles. <laughs> But Kelly, thank you for listening. And that was a savage read. And you are in the Hall of Fame. Thank you for being fucking funny. Uh, it, it makes me feel uh, good about the youth. You know what I mean? That there are the youth are are carrying a torch for comedy, and that makes me happy. Yeah, and cannabis. And cannabis. <laughs> keep it up. Yeah, keep it up. Keep hiding it from your parents. Uh, <laughs> I put that all in quotes, Kelly. They're probably smoking it too. But, oh, I was, that's exactly what I was thinking. They don't want to <laughs> bust her because then she they won't have weed in the house. Do you remember? That? Yeah, I know they're, <laughs> they're, they're stealing. They're nugs. stealing from you. you remember, I mean, that's still my favorite. Who died? <laughs> Kelly's parents called the cops. God damn, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. I forgot what I was going to say. I think yeah. we should end the show. <laughs> well, Colby and Sam, thank you for coming on the Tony Soto Show. Did you guys have a good time on the oh, Tony Soto Show? A lovely time. Yeah. Thank you for having us on. Yeah, was it like a dream come true? It is. Okay, good. I'm a I'm a longtime listener. Yeah. First time guest. Oh, first Wait, time. I swear Kobe's been on the show before. Oh. I have not. I've had that kind of issues before with other people too, <laughs> so I get it. I get it. There was I literally labored under the delusion that like four people have been on the show and they're like, We've never been on. <laughs> no. Maybe we just talked. Okay. Um tell people what's coming up for you guys uh and give us your social medias so that way you can maybe get some new followers sure uh on the short term you can catch tony at queer slam at oh, akbar that's the february 17th february 17th president's day weekend that's, you should have monday off at 7 um check out the podcast version um just look at queer slam in the itunes podcast app and you can find it um and if you're at south by southwest by chance you can uh just look us up in the schedule and you can find pig hag and where it's screening uh, we have three screenings over the week yeah and hopefully keep an eye out for possible other festivals that we're going to be submitting to and hopefully we'll get into fingers crossed um sure. and then for social media handles uh sam probes s-a-m-p-r-o-b-s-t uh for instagram um i don't really use much other social media that's right that. yeah my, my instagram is just my full name colby cameron holt um not a three-namer, Colby. <laughs> it's just on social media. It's not, not like I don't force people to call me that. Is that on your There's resume? There's other Colby Holtz. Are there? There are. Fuck those. They do real estate in Florida. <laughs> Change your name to Colby with a K, bitch. <laughs> and it sounds like somebody who would do porn as well. Colby Holtz. It does. Or yeah. three. But so does Cameron. Wait, so does Colby Cameron Holtz. I think they both could be porn names. So <laughs> if film you doesn't a... work out, sure. <laughs> you got the name for porn, baby. You got a porny ass name. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I'll take it. Uh, Rachel, I'm gonna be in LA this weekend. You are. I'm gonna get my lips done on Monday. <laughs> yes, bitch, get it. You're Happy gonna... President's Day to me. You're gonna do karaoke. Yeah, all the Mariah songs. Are you gonna do Happy a... Valentine's Day? Are you gonna do an an up angsty poem at Queer Slam? No, I'm not a poet. Okay, well. <laughs> uh, Maxwell. 
Um, I'm gonna be watching The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and getting my life changed because Denise Richards is gonna be on this season and that is gonna be the best television I need. All right. Um, I will be also hosting karaoke at Akbar directly following Queer Slam at 9 p.m. in the front bar. Queer Slam's in the back bar. Free. Come on out. It's a lot of fun. Um, then karaoke. And then I am the Tony Soto Show on everything. Guys, go to the Tony Soto Show page and rate, uh, rate us five stars and tell us something positive. Until next <laughs> week. Bye. 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 Bye.